Only Three Lads is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family, home to some of the best music podcasts on the planet. Visit PantheonPodcast.com to discover more. And if you like what we do on O3L, we kindly ask you to please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. It really helps us more than you know. What is your name? Dave. Questo è Dave, che sarebbe Davide, lui lo dice con un po' di accento vero della regione dalla quale viene. Now, what is your name? Alan. Alan, abbiamo Alan. Poi qui abbiamo... Eh? Martin. Eh? Martin. Are you a boy or a girl? Eh? You're a boy. Eh, ma... eh, eh, gli ho chiesto se è maschio o femmina perché sembra una femminuccia. Ok, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. And what, who are you? I'm Andy. A what? Andy. Welcome back. It is the Only Three Lads podcast where we take a look at the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. Thank you for being here. We're so happy you're here. We're nothing without you. I'm Uncle Greg. We also have the PhD of music, Brett Vargo. Hello. And the, the ambassador of love, Bueno. What's going on, world? Wow. You need your own theme song or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You are the musician of us three, Brett. You should compose something. All right. Something. I will write you a theme song, Bueno. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm yep. excited for that. Yeah, we, we have me? a great show this week, and I'm already excited for something in the future. Look at that. That's called hope. Hope. Yes. Things yep. are <laughs> looking good. No matter what, tomorrow bueno. could always be better than yesterday. Yep. This week's show, we're taking a look at the top five songs of Depeche Mode. And let me tell you, this week is ripping out my heart. I could have just picked the first five songs off Violator, but I didn't. But I love Depeche Mode. I've been listening to Depeche Mode probably since 19... 19- 83. Wow. And you're OG. Not OG as some of the real OGs, but I definitely remember. Bueno's probably. Well, he's he's the OG. I'm the OG junior. And Brett, you're the shorty when it comes to Depeche Mode. I'm the shorty in a lot of (laughs) the shorty G. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I use those terms correctly. I have no idea. (laughs) We're not sure, but it sounds great. It sounded good. All right. Well, we'll just go with it. I think that's actually shoddy too, just so you know. Oh, shot. Okay. In a purely 50 cent type of way. Okay. Okay. All right. I totally understand. Do you? Cool. And the WW couldn't have to come after us for using Shorty G then. <laughs> of course. Uh, first time I heard Depeche Mode was on MTV back in the early 80s. That's what brought it into my life. And we were talking about this earlier, but I remember Depeche Mode coming into my living room and my parents going, Why are they wearing makeup? And I remember, I don't know, they're artists, man. Did you um, see your Depeche Mode came it. into your living room? Well, through MTV. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be right. We could have tea and crumpets. I would totally love that with the band. I've always right. loved this band. And how awesome would that be if your parents walked in the room and Depeche Mode was in there hanging That's out? That's what I you. thought he was saying. I'm like, okay. All, all, all wearing their whips and chains of the early 80s. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> We're just playing Master and Servant with your son. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mom, this is their new song. Listen, master and servant. Gregory, All right. Well, let's get into our list this week. The top five songs of Depeche Mode. 
and the PhD of music. Brett Vargo, you're kicking it off this week. Ah, yes. Thank you. All right. So Depeche Mode, one of my favorite French bands of all time. French? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just going to fashion. I'm just going to say random fallacies about Depeche Mode this whole episode. No, but actually, you guys are are probably far bigger Depeche Mode fans than I am, first of all. And when I say that in my world, that means that I actually have every single Depeche Mode album, including the great 5.1 mixes that came out, oh, I don't know, about 15 years ago. And I've seen them live three times. So I'm a pretty big fan, but they probably still don't even fit into maybe my top hundred bands of all time so i know what anyway so in some ways it was difficult in some ways this week was easy for me i actually tend to enjoy the sound of their earliest records like the vince clark era but they were pretty uneven during that time i think that black celebration is probably the ultimate album statement of theirs the most cohesive work they've ever done but really when i think about depeche mode it's their singles right i mean Every single time, I don't know if the band picked the singles or if Mute Records picked them, but gosh, they just amassed one of the greatest single discographies of the O3L era. Before I get started on my number five, though, I'm actually going to bring up an honorable mention, New Dress from Black Celebration. And the reason why I want to bring up this song is because we have some very timely lyrics here. Quote, you can't change the world, but you can change the facts. And when you change the facts, you change points of view. And if you change points of view, you may change a vote. And when you change a vote, you may change the world, unquote. So please do as Depeche Mode says and get out and vote because we have the power to affect real change. So for my number five, I'm taking it all the way back to the beginning for Depeche Mode's first single, Dreaming of Me, from February 1981. I think this song is derided by many fans as being lightweight, tinkly tonkly pop music. And yes, tinkly tonkly is a Brett trademark pending. But I love the primitive, sparser sound of the Vince Clark era. No, admittedly, it's not a heavy song. It sounds like a bunch of kids who picked up charity shops since and are figuring out how to use them. The band sounds really fresh and really young here, and I love that. definitely is still finding his voice here and I dig it precisely because it doesn't sound like anything that they would even attempt a few years later. Much like a band that predated them by a couple years being OMD, they took the warm melodicism that they learned from pop radio and married it to the cold mechanics of these futuristic synthesizers. The whole concept of filming and screening gives the song a nice future modernist feel, befitting of a band whose name roughly translates to, of course, fast fashion. So while this may be everything many fans don't want in a Depeche Mode song, it's not dark, it's not somber, but I say take that, naysayers. I'm feeling tinkly tonkly today, and Dreaming of Me is my number five pick. That's a great song. I fell in love with that too back in the day. Bueno. So my number five uh, released September 2nd, 1990, and I'm pretty sure... There could be a crossover because it's off the Violator album, His World in My Eyes. And that peaked number two in Denmark and Spain. And, uh, of course, a shout out to the professor, Richard Blade, because his autobiography is actually named World in My Eyes is why it hit my top five Depeche Mode uh, song list. Let me take you on a trip. 
masterpiece to start this list and you know looking for all love in all the wrong places and that's why it landed my number five depeche mode songs rolled in my eyes great song right. love it yeah that is a great song you know, richard blade he's not really a depeche mode uh, fan though right no not at all <laughs> you know, so you know take take you on a trip around the world and back and you won't have to move just sit back and let your mind do the walking and let my body do the talking. I mean, come on now. And that Violator album is what really put Depeche Mode. I mean, they were already in the stratosphere, but this put them up yeah. on the moon. I mean, they oh, yeah. Violator was so huge. It was everywhere. What a great hit, album. Yeah. Hit number two in Denmark and Spain. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, Once you've you hit Denmark, yeah, you've Spain. conquered the world okay. pretty much. But, what's, but, the, but the most important <laughs> place, Netherlands. What yes, did it land course. in the Netherlands? I couldn't find it landing <laughs> somewhere in the Netherlands. All right. Yeah, hit number oh, we 52. love the Depeche Mode in the Netherlands. Yeah. They're our favorite French band. <laughs> Uncle Greg. Well, you know, I think any list for a top five Depeche Mode songs seems blasphemy to me. So, of course, kicking off my list of the top five Depeche Mode songs, Blasphemous Rumors off the 1984 album, Some Great Reward. Now, the song has been long rumored by fans to be a response to Martin Gore's sister's suicide, but he says, ah, no, that's not what it is. The song was inspired by seeing Prayer List while he and Dave Gahan attended church services and agreed that it was strange that people at the top of the prayer list were guaranteed to die, but everyone else would thank God for carrying out his will. Now, the song, of course, Blasphemous Rumors, uh, really upset people back in 1984. It was almost banned by the BBC and it was condemned by other broadcasters. And of course, anytime you ever hear someone say, I'm not a racist, but you know the most racist thing is about to exit their mouth. So when someone says, I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors, well, cue up the blasphemous rumors. I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors, but I think that God's got to number five song mm -hmm. this week on the top five songs from Depeche Mode. Well, those are the one, that one I thought you were going to pick for sure. Got that one right, Brett. Yep. <laughs> and a great song to boot. Yep. I don't mean to be offensive, but, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're fat, but <laughs> you don't drink a lot, but <laughs> it's only Sunday mornings, but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love my Sunday mornings. Resurrection Sunday. It's what I look forward to. Great way to start my week. Yeah, but, 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 oh, there's no but there. On Monday. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right, Brett, you're number four. All right. Well, my number four is Everything Counts off the Construction Time Again album and released as a single in May of 1983. Now, strange as it sounds, I actually had to check and see what came out first. Everything Counts or Shannon's Let the Music Play. The Pesh Mode song predated Shannon's by a few months, but they both share that similarly, similarly, I can say that word, funky high energy, and yes, that's the letters, N-R-G, 
that synth bass sound that will later be used to great effect on New Order's Bizarre Love Triangle, and a whole heap of top 40 dance music in the latter half of the 80s. And I love that eerie two-note counter melody in the song. You know, you know the one. Not only that, but you get a bonus melodica solo. How many Depeche Mode songs can you say that about? Thematically, I can think of a few songs that better capture the corporate greed of the Thatcher and Reagan era. Grabbing hands, grab all they can, all for themselves. After all, it's a competitive world. Everything counts in large amounts. How 80s is that? And it's a sentiment that definitely ties it to the era, but it certainly rings true today as well. So I've got a fever and the only cure is clearly more melodica. And that's my number four. Everything counts. In large amounts. And small amounts. We're not picky. Nope. Just make sure you got love involved in it. Yeah, I don't know that love comes anywhere close to this song, though. Yep. It's all about greed, man. Yep. Greed is good. Love will get rid of the greed. That's how we do it in France. Yep. (laughs) Bueno. So my number four talking about love is Strange Love, the 18th uh, UK single by Depeche Mode, released uh, April 13th, 1987. Lead single from their uh, Music for the Masses album, which I think is one of their best ones too. And uh, it was like a fast paced pop track. definitely came back and remixed it to a slower version that was released on the album just far too complicated and it actually hit number 30 in the netherlands and number one here in the u.s and if you see a pattern here it might be because strange love landed as my number four top five depeche mode songs and strange love that's it guys great song strange love i think you know i was about 13 at the time and all the kids that would listen to power 106 the dance station they played strange love to death so really? that was the first song that really got drilled <laughs> into my head by depeche mode cool. but it's a good one it's, yeah, a, it's a good one yep. all right uncle greg well it looks like we have our first crossover because my number four comes off of the 1983 album construction time again of course it's everything counts Crossover with Brett Vargo. So, (laughs) very intelligent pick, Brett. Now, this was, uh, I believe, the first song that I noticed from Depeche Mode back in '83, and I've never looked back. It was on MTV. Everything Counts, another song from 37 years ago, as you said, Brett, that really the lyrics and the music stand up today. It's still so relevant. And the fact that I lived my teenage years in the 80s is priceless. And I'm grateful for Depeche Mode MTV, probably 
some of the best things in the last 50 years to music. But uh, I love this song. I listen to it probably weekly. My number four, the first crossover. I figured we're going to have some crossovers today. And there it is, the first one. There, there could be more. With such a rich catalog, though, you would think we would be able to find 15 tracks out of that that would not overlap. But a great song is a great song. That's true. And Bueno, you said that you had a theme. What was your theme for picking your songs this week? Well, if I say it now, you'll know my next three then. Okay. Well, well let's we'll... see. Strange Love. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, uh, you know what? The Ambassador of Love. love. I'm just taking a guess. See, yeah, Brett, yeah, you are right. advanced. I, I yep. had to ask. I had no idea. And you, you put the puzzle pieces together. Wow. Well, I don't know that I'm right. You are. You are. Maybe it's that they're all strange. <laughs> yeah, maybe they Strange are. Love Part 2, Part 3, and Part 4. Because while Bueno is the ambassador of love, he's also the ambassador of strange. Okay. <laughs> I, I could totally see that. Totally see that. We've gone through our first two songs on our top five songs of Depeche Mode list. So if you have your favorite top five Depeche Mode songs, make sure and go to the Only Three Lads Facebook page. Make sure and hit like and hit notifications because our episodes come out every Tuesday morning and you can leave your list there. We have our number three and number two pick coming up after this. Yeah, and he called him strange. Only three lads. Bueno, he may live in a St. Louis closet, but that closet is full of music knowledge, experiences, goodwill, and a dead body or two. Only three lads. Now, you're up to date, boys, but why do you wear black? Eh? Why don't you wear red, yellow, green? Eh? Black's the in color at the moment. Eh? Black's the in color. Oh, it's the in color. It's red color at the moment. Welcome back to the Only Three Lads podcast, where we take a look at the golden age of alternative music. I'm Uncle Greg. We have the PhD of music, Brett Vargo, and of course, the ambassador of love, Bueno. Bueno, when I called you strange, that was totally meant in an endearing way. Oh, I know. I'm not worried about that. It was pretty funny, right. though. I just sat All here right. and go, what? That's great. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of strange. Well, this is why you're an enigma, okay? Because, Bueno, you have fought through so much adversity throughout your life. Uh, you um, are a better basketball player than people half your age. Mm -hmm. um, you, oh, wow. you, you love music and you've been involved with music. So some people might think that that's strange. I find that cool. And you have some of the best selling t-shirts on our little Facebook page in our little shop. Yeah, that's crazy too. We yeah. should all be that strange. Exactly. <sighs> be strange, be bueno. <laughs> <laughs> that's our next t-shirt. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Brett, you're number three. We're building a really cool Depeche Mode playlist here. My number three Depeche Mode song is Somebody from 1984. The track was released as a double A-side with Blasphemous Rumors that Greg mentioned. Ooh. So, wow, what a single that was. Half crossover almost. Uh-oh. And it's also on the Some Great Reward album. The story goes that Martin Gore went into the studio, stripped down nude, and recorded this track. I want somebody to share, share the rest of my life, share my innermost thoughts, know my intimate details, someone will stand by my side and give me support, and in return, she'll get my support. Well, that visual doesn't necessarily do the song any favors, at least for me. It comes through in this haunting, beautiful song. It's stark, it's vulnerable, and it's naked. 
In his plaintive voice, Gore lays it all out there about how he'd do just about anything to share his life with the right somebody, even almost liking the things he detests. I love that line. In the end, these raw, exposed feelings make him uncomfortable, but he's willing to take the gamble. Quote, Though things like this make me sick, in a case like this, I'll get away with it. End quote. This was one of the first Depeche Mode songs that I really fell in love with when a junior high friend put it on a mixtape. It not only showed me that Depeche Mode was more than just cold industrial electronic music, but as someone who spent most of his formative years feeling fairly unlovable, wah, wah, I connected with the song in a big way. Shake the disease? How about shaking the image of Martin Gore nude in the studio? And that's my number three, somebody. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> Martin <laughs> Gore like nude song. in the studio? Seriously? I read about that. Yeah. But what a beautiful song. Bueno. So my number three is Depeche Mode's ninth UK single. Brett, do you know which one that was? September um, of 1983. September 19th. Love in itself. Ah. The final single from the Construction Time album, piece number 21. There was a time when all on my mind was love, love, love. Now I find most of the time love's not itself. It also featured Martin Gore playing acoustic guitar, which is amazing in itself. And to this, love, 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 it itself crash landed my number three top five Depeche Mode song. Wow, another love one. Great hmm. song. Told you, Brett, you were right. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Kind of a theme going on. So far, batting a thousand. Yep. A lot of great songs, though. You know, Depeche Mode, they are full of love. Yes, they are. People don't realize it. Yeah. Well, yep. the Depeche Mode song that lands on my list at number three is a song so good, Rammstein covered it, doing an awesome job, by the way. Strip was released in 1986 on the Black Celebration album. Let me hear you make your decisions without your televisions. So true. So true. But can we add social media now, too? How about that? Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you guys get it. <laughs> but in 1986, I thought this song was about sex because in my teen years, you know, Uncle Greg, I was a little, you know, kind of the baby pool of the human experience. Very shallow. <laughs> Very shallow, but I'm a little deeper now. I know the song is about showing your true self rather than hiding behind some facade, but I really haven't evolved that much because I still want to see some boobies. But I love the song Strip, number three this week on my <laughs> top five list of Depeche Mode songs. Which kind of goes back to your oh, Black Pink obsession. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes. I have issues. I have issues. I mean, look, I could send some psychiatrist children to college and graduate school and on to their doctorate. Um, if anybody wants to write a thesis, I have a mess for you. <laughs> <laughs> You are an enigma, Gregory. Gregory, you're an enigma. All right, we're okay. <laughs> we're at our where? We're, well, we're at our number twos. 
Okay. We are at our number two. So for number two, I went with the song that kicked off the 90s for Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence from February of 1990. Yes. Yes. My recollection of the Violator period was that I honestly really did not like the first single, Personal Jesus, all that much at the time. Actually, I didn't gain a real appreciation for that song until Johnny Cash's cover years later. And now I love it, including the Depeche Mode version. Especially, I love that wicked slide guitar. But this isn't about Personal Jesus. Back to the point. In contrast, I loved Enjoy the Silence immediately. The guitar line reminded me of New Order, and the melody and production made it one of the standout singles of Depeche Mode's career. For a song that values feeling the moment and the power of silence over words that can only do harm, the words of Enjoy the Silence are neither unnecessary, meaningless, nor forgettable. Of course, I'm not alone in my love here. It was a top 10 smash all throughout the world, including, yes, yes. number five in the Netherlands. Yeah, all right. Yes. There we go. <laughs> so tough cheese Depeche Mode. I don't want to enjoy the silence. I want to enjoy this song. Wow. And that's my number two. Tough cheese. Yes. Very nice. Nice. I'm going to have to look that I, you know, that one, I, I can't loop it in my head right now. I'm going to have to go back and hear that whole song. Enjoy the silence? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, I thought I, you said cheese. Oh. Oh, no, enjoy the silence. I, that, that, who doesn't know that song? I don't know. I got I lost. Know. I told you. Issues. Issues. I thought you said <laughs> something else. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. I, number four, Strange Love. I don't know if I mentioned it hit number 30 in the Netherlands. Oh, thank there you. There it goes. All right. So, uh, wow. Right, my number two. Yes. You the are. Meaning of Love. Well, well, well. Well, well. You know, the fifth UK single by Depeche Mode. Uh, it actually hit number 64 in Germany, 17 in Hungary, 17 in Ireland. What can I say? I mean, I have a thing going on here about love. I've read more than a hundred books. See love mentioned many thousand times. But despite all the places I've looked, it's still not clear. It's just not enough. I'm still not The Meaning of Love landed with more love as my number two top five Depeche Mode songs. Could you guess my number one right now, Master Brett? Uh, I've got a few guesses, but I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. It would kill the shock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will let you know afterwards if I'm right, though. All okay, right. Write it down. Write, write it, down it down right now. Yes. It'll be the Secret honor system. Secret ballot. All right. Uncle Greg. Well, number two on my list, which I might say impossible list, of really rating the top five Depeche Mode songs is another song off 1983's Some Great Reward. It was Depeche Mode's first hit single here in the U.S., peaking at Lucky, number 13 on the Billboard charts. And the band says, uh, well, Mar Martin Gore, he basically says this is a song about racism. Alan Weiler says it could be about war. And despite the success of the song, People Are People, it's one of Martin Gore's least favorite songs. He calls it music he regrets, calling it too nice and too commercial, but well, I guess Martin Gore probably hates it so much that the band hasn't played the song live in 32 years, since 1988. Wow. 
people are people. Do you believe that? But I guess Martin Gore and the rest of the band and myself will just have to agree to disagree. People are people. A song that is still relevant today and runner up on my list of the top five Depeche Mode songs this week. Well, they hated it that much, huh? Yeah, well, I guess he just thought too commercial. But, yeah, you know, I guess there's a lot of artists sometimes when, you know, you want to be an artist and you kind of see yourself in the shadows and all of a sudden, all around the world, everybody knows who you are. You're on MTV here in the States, also across the pond over in Europe, and you become this big success. I think sometimes people have a hard time connecting with it or maybe it was something in the studio. He wanted to do something else and some producer talked him into making a hit record and it worked and good for them. But I love the song. I remember the first time I heard it because that was just kind of a message you didn't really get back in the mid 80s. Yeah. I think that there was racism, of course, and people talked about it, but you didn't really see it on, you know, on, on TV. People kind of like kind of pushed it down or it was just something that you didn't talk about in polite conversation. I could be wrong, though, because I was 16. Who knows? I was. You are seldom wrong. No, I'll give you a list, Brett. But we got time. Thinking, yeah, yeah, we're burning through these pretty quick this week. Uh, we all love Depeche Mode, and it's really not much that you can say. But I think that this is one of the greatest bands oh, ever, time. ever. Yeah. I mean, in Buck Rogers 2025, they're going to be talking about Depeche Mode. Hey, remember that band from like 500 years ago? Check this out. Yeah, yeah. And they'll have all the music still. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, you mean Matthew Wilder, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but how are they going to, but 500 years from now, digital is going to be gone. So how are they going to, like, are they going to do, look, dudes, these albums, they're made out of that stuff, the oil, but now we just use um, atoms. You get it all downloaded in your brain at birth. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, I, yeah. I think that you have to have more free will than that. So I'd be against that. But if we could download, like, let's say you wanted to learn Spanish in 2025, and they just download it into your brain. God, we would be real cyborgs then. Why, I can recall Mexican radio anytime I want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> Scratch that, that chalkboard with your nails. <laughs> They're not going to have a chalkboard in 2025. No. They don't even have them now. Probably not. They have interactive boards. No, they do. It's right. like like a like a TV screen comes up on it, and they can give in the yep. right. Oh, it's crazy. They're pretty cool. They're yeah. pretty cool. All right, we were totally off the uh, subject of uh, <laughs> classic alternative music from '74 to '99, but this is the only Three Lads podcast. Please, who pulled the needle off? <laughs> we're now into chalkboards. <laughs> yeah, for chalkboards in 2025, the world's number one podcast about chalkboards. <laughs> yeah, about uh, pontificating what the future looks like. Hmm pretty much the same as today huh. oh. I don't know. we still have matthew wilder <laughs> all right we're gonna come we back with our number now too <laughs> yes all right we're gonna come back with our number ones this week of the top five songs from depeche mode coming up after Can we this. keep talking over you greg absolutely <laughs> okay i just wondered keep the river moving keep it moving that's the so river of something that's for sure <laughs> Just can't get enough Depeche Mode? On October 30th, 2020, or this Friday if you're listening to this episode in real time, Depeche Mode will continue their ongoing series of 12-inch single box sets for each of their albums with Songs of Faith and Devotion, the 12-inch singles. The set contains eight 12-inches for the songs I Feel You, Walking in My Shoes, Condemnation, and In Your Room, with B-sides, remixes, and live recordings. The set retails for about $150. Heck, while you're at it, in November, check out Depeche Mode by Anton Corbain, a book of artwork and photographs from the personal archive 
of the band's creative director. Limited edition is autographed by Corbain and the band and will set you back about $900. Depeche Mode means? No. What does it mean? Well, no? it doesn't mean anything to us. We just no. found the, ma the name in a magazine. In and a magazine, a you idea. found it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Ready-made fashion, it means. That's what they say. You don't know what it means. We are back on the Only Three Lads podcast where we're discussing our top five Depeche Mode songs. I'm Uncle Greg. We have the PhD of music, Brett Fargo, and the ambassador of love, Bueno. Who has a theme going on. Has a theme yeah. of love. But wasn't yes. this week hard, though? This week was really hard. I was, oh, I love that song. I love that song. I know, but when I picked the theme, it was so easy. Yeah, that got I put easier. all the songs in front of me, and I'm like, right there, bam, 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 bam. In like three minutes, I was like, I was done. What was hardest for me, I think, was you guys know by now, 36 episodes in, that I like to get Brett weird sometimes. Yep. So I'm scouring back through all Depeche Mode's albums thinking, man, I, I got to go deep somehow because, you know, my list is very superficial, like songs that everybody knows. But you know what? At the end of the day, these are the songs that I absolutely love the best. So I'm being true to myself. Yeah, true That's to your heart. the same thing I did. Same yeah. exact yeah. thing. I was thinking of the, the songs that I loved and I still listen to. And when I sit down at my computer and put on YouTube and I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Boom. I'm going to listen to Depeche Mode. Which song am I going to pick? I love a lot of their songs. This was really hard. I'll tell you this about my number one. I did not pick any song off the Violator album. And that wow. shocked me myself. Wow. I know your number one. I think you do. We yep. talked about it. Yeah. Well, I had to go with it because that is my favorite Depeche Mode song yeah. ever. You know what? It's called a heart and you got to trust your heart, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I know that's really, not your I was going to say, heart, really? That's, what's that? Is, is that part of feelings? Heart, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes nope. I get like like I get a gut feeling. I feel that it's like, oh, OK, nope. but the heart save that for the Devo episode. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Classic alternative humor. <laughs> OK. All right. So what's All your number one? Right. Well, I don't care if my number one is obvious. It's obvious for a reason, because it is a marvelous record. And you know what? You could even say that. I just can't get enough. It represents the apex of happy, poppy, glittering, and yes, tinkly, tonkly Depeche Mode Mark One. Instantly recognizable from the moment the opening uh, riff synth, riff synth, What's a riff synth? I don't know what it is. Easy for you to say. My yeah. gosh. <laughs> when I'm with you, baby. It's a dance floor filler that demonstrates that electronic music need not be cold or impenetrably experimental. Hey kids, synths are for everybody. <laughs> Sometime in the late 90s, my wife and I went to a dance club in San Francisco that was having a Depeche Mode night. We just stumbled upon it. How's that? And this was Pretty the cool. track that got everyone in the club on the floor dancing and singing along. And that's the power of this song. In retrospect, many probably consider this the beginning of Depeche Mode coming into their own. But as the last Vince Clark Penn single for the group, it was also the end of chapter one. In its danceable grooves, we would get a glimpse of what would happen in the chapters ahead. Yazoo, The Assembly, Erasure, the behemoth stadium filling band that Depeche Mode would one day become, 
and electronic dance music and the influence of it on alternative music in general. So the answer to the musical question, can I just get enough? Well, the answer is a resounding, uh, no, no, I can't. So that's my number one, just can't get enough. Awesome, awesome song. Yeah. Vince Clark. Vince Clark. Fingerprints on there. What a genius. All over. really was. Anything he's touched lately. Kind of funny, I was watching a uh, 1985 interview and Vince Clark was in the studio with Depeche Mode. And I didn't know that they had really even communicated at all after he left the band. So he came out and, you know, they were asking each other, so Vince, how do you think Depeche Mode has done for themselves? And he's like, yeah, I think they've done pretty well. And, you know, they asked the same question of of Dave and he's like, yeah, I I think he's all right. And they're like, all right, well, you both have new singles out. Who's going to do better? And and Dave looks at the camera and he goes, well, ours will, of course. (laughs) So anyway, well, you know, the story goes that when Vince Clark was leaving Depeche Mode, he offered to leave the song Only You for them. Which, yeah. of course, then they were like, oh, I don't know if there was bad blood at the time or maybe they were just, you know, not happy. But they said, no, that's OK. And then that really became, I think, one of the very first big hits for Yazoo. They did. Yeah. And what a great song that is. But I think that Yazoo, maybe that's the one that we hear. I think I like it better with Yazoo. David Gahan, I'm sure he could do great with it. I would love to hear him sing it, but I don't know if it'd be as good. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You, you could be. But again, you're seldom wrong. All right. Bueno. All right, 14th UK single recorded, uh, Generic Studios, September 16th, 1985. It was one of the two new songs on the compilation singles, 81 through 85, which Shake the Disease. Anybody have a guess? Everybody have a guess? Well, now I do. Okay. Well, you guys just named it like a couple of seconds. I know. Both of you did. And I'm like, I'm just sitting here going, okay, I did. I had to hold myself back from saying something. So <laughs> it's a call to heart. You know how easy it is. Watching this video, I love it. I mean, they're they're all playing their instruments and cornfields and fire around them and love the xylophone and Gordon Wilder have said this song is one of their least favorite tracks ever. When you guys talked about that earlier, I mean, hearts could never be owned. Hearts only come on loan. And if you want it back, I will take it back. I will take my heart, but I'll try my best and more or speak it from the heart. So, I mean, incredible music here. Uh, There's a lot to be learned. And when you learn when your heart gets burned, I mean, my whole life has been like that. But sorry, lads, this is my all time favorite Depeche Mode song. And that is why it landed in my number one top five Depeche Mode song. It's called The Heart. And if anybody wants to borrow my heart, and if you break it, I'll take it back. Oh, break your heart. I don't want anybody to break your heart, Bueno. Well, gosh, I'm going to cry right now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uncle Greg, (laughs) what's your number one? Number one on my list for the top songs from Depeche Mode was one of the two songs you just talked about on the band's 1985 compilation albums, the singles 81 to 85 and Catching Up With Depeche Mode. Now, the song gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Alan Weidler said the song captures the essence of the band. Number one this week for me, Uncle Greg. Let's all say it together, lads. Yep. Shake, Shake the, the disease. disease. 
how many times <laughs> has your soul screamed, understand me? <laughs> if you haven't said it much, hey, I'm happy for you, dude. But um, being in radio and, you know, where I grew up, uh, people defined you, reacted to you. They loved or hated you accordingly. So I find myself saying it a lot. I've always said I am on the island of misfit toys. Me too. People always define me the wrong way or they jump into conclusions because for whatever. I don't know why. Here is a plea my heart to you. Nobody knows me as well as you do. and everyone would walk up to me American and I was like I guess I look American because everybody did it in whatever country I was in but bands come and go but when we do make contact with that alien race they too are going to love Depeche Mode I think they're going to love this song too Shake the Disease Depeche Mode's music will never die never Never, never. That's my number one this week. Shake the disease. Love it. Love and they it. probably realized you were American because of the Stetson hat and the American flag leather jacket. Yeah, well, yeah, boy, I did have my holsters because <laughs> I couldn't uh, walk around with my six shooters in Europe. No, I, I don't know what it was, but it was really strange. I was in uh, in Geneva, which is amazing. See, I, I see being here in Phoenix. If there's a building that was built when the monkeys were on TV, oh, it's historic. And you're like, oh, 1960? Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. exactly. That's what I'm saying. But when you go back in, in Geneva, there's this church that they've done weddings every Saturday from 1055. And then when I was in Geneva, you could never see this happening in America. There was this uh, big fountain where this guy back in 15, whatever, left his fortune to the city of Geneva. And it was like $3 million, which is a great amount of money now. So imagine what a huge amount of money it was back then. Oh, yeah. So they built this fountain for him and they still take care of it today. Wow. Could you imagine like in America, they'd be like, oh, that guy's been dead for 400 years. Let's, you know, we should put up a Walmart right there, yeah. but <laughs> not, not in Geneva. Down. Yeah. And then I went to Athens cause I'm a big uh, history nerd. So I had to go to the birthplace of democracy. So I go there and uh, same thing, American, American, American. So I guess I look very American. Stereotyping us all over. Also the birthplace of the B-52s. Oh, you mean yeah. Athens, Greece. Yes. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got and do you it. know that the park system was first introduced in Athens, Greece way back in the day? We wouldn't have parks. Wow. I know. That's what huh. I learned there too. Huh. And here's another thing I learned in Greece. Uh, if you're looking for a stamp, uh, they don't sell them at hotels. You have to find one of two post offices in the whole city of Athens. I walked around for eight hours one day looking for that. It was a thrill. Oh, that must have been fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was great. <laughs> you know what I learned from Greece? Olivia Noon-John looks pretty good in a poodle skirt. Hmm. <laughs> Brett's had a long day. Oh, everyone. boy. <laughs> I tell ya. <laughs> and please don't forget, uh, two drink minimum, and uh, nope. we have chicken or fish. And Thanks for listening to the Only Three Lads podcast, where we talk about Greece and uh, whatever we talked about earlier. <laughs> we talked about uh, 2025. 2025, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and then we also talked about uh, music and how it's going to be delivered in 2025. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, chalkboards, that was chalkboards, it. Chalkboards, yes. yep. yep. Now, now, See, that was just a now. fleeting thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's run down our list once again for the top five Depeche Mode songs. Brett, you're up. 
All right, my top five Depeche Mode songs, Dreaming of Me, number five, number four, Everything Counts, number three, Somebody, number two, Enjoy the Silence, and number one, Just Can't Get Enough. My number five, World of My Eyes, number four, Strange Love, number three, Love in Itself, number two, The Meaning of Love, and number one, It's Called a Heart with a Theme. In my list at number five, Blasphemous Rumors. At number four, the only crossover, which I'm shocked about, is Everything Counts, number four, also with Brett. Number three, Stripped. And number two, People Are People. And my number one song from Depeche Mode, Shake the Disease. Again, that's a really good Depeche Mode playlist. Yes, it is. I think all of them, yeah. I like it. We're going to have to post that. And I was wrong, Bueno. I thought your number one was going to be Higher Love from Songs of Faith and Devotion. Oh, because I was thinking literally, you know, songs with love in it. Nope. In the title. Well, 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 I know. Let's hit that randomizer and see what we'll be talking about next week. And away we go. We didn't definitely have a whammy this week, so no whammies for next week. We did not. No, I love this. It was hard. It was taking one band and just kind of like breaking them down, especially a band like Depeche Mode is so impossible to me. Well, I sat here for the first two hours and I'm going through all the songs and I'm like, this is insane. This is going to take way too long. I got to figure another way. And that's when I decided on the theme. It it was the easiest way at that point. There you go. I just ripped out my guts. uh, Yeah, it was like eye gouging myself like WWE going, I can't do that. (laughs) You know, that's how it was. What do we got? All right. All right, guys. Oh, he's in the cave. Come on out of the cave now. I know. All right, here we go. Okay, how about our top five singers? Oh, how about that? Ooh, that's going to be hard. Oh, my gosh. That's almost like the Depeche Mode one here. Yeah. I'm going to have to, like, study what makes a good singer. You know what makes a good singer? It's what you feel. Yeah. Because, you know, some some singers write their own lyrics, and then there's some who just sing other people's lyrics, but they make it sound amazing. Yep. Okay, yep. this is going to be an interesting one for sure. Ah, just I can't wait to break out Yoko, that's for sure. Yeah, I bet. As I said, uh, Brett's been having a very hard day, um, so please give him some slack. <laughs> Forgive me, please. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Hey, once again, love you guys. Love you, lads. Love everyone oh, listening. Love you guys. Um, if you want to get to our Facebook page, please go there. Only Three Lads Podcast. We want to hear your top five Depeche Mode songs, and also maybe your top five singers for next week. So get there and like our page on Facebook. Any honorable mentions at all? Master and Servant. I'm surprised that one didn't come up. Behind the Wheel Sacred for me. I already told you mine, which was uh, New Dress, but New Life, The Sun and the Rainfall, Lie to Me, Black Celebration, But Not Tonight, Never Let Me Down Again, Mm -hmm. Walking in My Shoes. A lot lot of them. There's a lot of them. That's why it's so impossible to pick five. Top Depeche Mode songs. Yeah. But we managed it. But we, we did, did it. And yep. did an admirable job, I would say. That's why I just gave two on the honorable mention, because I could have put 50 on there. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to say? Yeah. Well, head over to our Facebook page and let us know what you thought of this episode and whether you'd be interested in hearing more single artist episodes. I think this was a kind of a fun, different take for us. As always, we love bringing you this show. And we are honored and absolutely touched that you listen every week. Yes. And we definitely love the listeners, the way they love what we're doing here. And everybody hang in there. Be nice to everybody and be bueno. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. 
We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.